the light and you put it on the lampstand and now all of a sudden it gives light to everybody. See, God wants the work that he's doing in the people of God to now bring blessings, seasoning, light into our community and our world. And one of the things that gets me so excited about the Crossroads family is we have this vision. We want God to do a work in us. As God's doing a work in us, he's doing a work in us as a church. And then we don't want to keep it to ourselves. We want it to go on out into the world. When something good happens in your life, you want to share the news with others. Well, today, Pastor Daniel explains that a similar thing happens when you simply respond to Jesus. As Jesus changes your life, you'll become more engaged in the work he's doing, and you'll see God's transformative powers spill out in the community around you. Jesus wants your light to shine so that people everywhere are impacted by his love. Now, here's Pastor Daniel in Matthew chapter 7 with his continuing message called Our Foundation. Is it fun to have to go and humble yourself and say, man, listen, I'm so sorry. I realized I was just out of line. It was inappropriate. It was not nice of me. I shouldn't have said that. Is that fun? No. Is it simple to do? Actually, it is if you get over yourself. And so the beauty is, is that it isn't easy, but it is simple because Jesus is the Lord and we are not. He is the King of glory and we are not. And we just do what he asks. And every single day of our lives, we're constantly being invited by Jesus to simply respond to him. And of course, as we're doing that, we begin to uncover who we truly are. It says this in Ephesians chapter two, verse 10. It says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So we are God's work of art. We're created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared before the beginning of time that we should walk in those things. And so for each one of us, as we simply respond to Jesus, we begin to uncover the workmanship that we've been created to be in Christ Jesus and the ways that God wants to use us. And those are plans that God had before the foundations of the world. So we, we begin with this idea that we want to simply respond to Jesus. And, and then we move from our vision in, in, into this mission that we have. You know, and, and you've heard this a lot. It's, it's all over our campus. But we don't want these ideas just to be concepts and plaques on walls. We want this to be the very way that we live. And so, of course, if the next step for us is we like to say that because Jesus is real. I love this. Because Jesus is real real. We, we ground everything in the why. The reason we simply respond to Jesus is because he's real. I love that idea that Jesus is real because Jesus is alive today. He is at street level where we all live. And all that God wants to do in our life, it's not that we believe fairy tales. I always love it when someone says to me, oh man, you're a Christian. You, I, I didn't know you still believed in fairy tales. I'm like, man, Jesus is alive right now. He's here right now. You know, people just like, they kind of look at you. But when Jesus is real to you, everything makes, it changes everything. 
And of course, I always think of John chapter 1, verse 14, how it says how the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory as of the only begotten of the Father. And that's not only true for the apostles 2,000 years ago, but for anybody who is a born again follower of Jesus, Jesus has revealed himself to you as real. And in a sense, he's he's dwelling among you and you are beholding his glory right now. That's why it's so important for us to, to, to cultivate that time with Jesus, to see Jesus with fresh eyes, to be aware of the presence of God in our life. Because when you spend time with Jesus and you behold his glory, you begin to realize Jesus is what is really important. I love the fact that lots of things are necessary in life, but man, Jesus is what's, what is what's really important. And out of the foundation of Jesus being real, all that we are as a church comes to pass. I remember our our founding pastor, Bill Ritchie, when I first got here to Crossroads, you know, we were talking about the history of Crossroads and things that had gone on. And he's he's like, you know, Daniel, I can't take credit for any of this. Crossroads is Jesus's fault. And I started cracking it. It was just a great line because, but really what he's saying is that, listen, Everything that happened here had nothing to do with me. I mean, I got to be there, but it's really Jesus's fault. And in a lot of ways, that's not like an excuse. That's Bill understanding how these things really happen. And in a lot of ways, I want your life to look that way, that you live your life in such a way, because Jesus is at street level and because you're simply responding to him, that literally you could say, oh man, my life, like what's all this stuff that's going on? It's extraordinary, but I didn't do any of it. It's Jesus's fault. I just said yes to Jesus. Jesus said, hey, I want you to do this. Okay, let's do that. Jesus said, hey, hey, I, I want you to be involved in this. And you said, okay. See, we know that the, uh, John the Baptist said, John chapter three, that he must increase and I must decrease. And in a lot of ways, that same Jesus getting, being exalted and us being diminished is, is what happens when you simply respond to Jesus. Because if you don't simply respond to Jesus, you simply respond to whatever you want or whatever the people around you want. But when you're simply responding to Jesus, you're like, no, whatever Jesus's will is. And because he's real, he's inviting you in. And now before you know it, Jesus is increasing and we're decreasing. And because Jesus is real, we like to say that we are a family of faith who is fully engaged. And as a church family, we realize that God invites us to Jesus to be saved. And once we are saved, he ushers us out of our sinfulness and into newness of life. But that newness of life is also a part of a community. And not just any old community, like you live in a neighborhood, but a family of faith. All through the scriptures, there's brother and sister language. There's exhort older men as fathers. Older women as mothers. See, the Bible is full of family metaphors. Now, I know this can be challenging because for some of us, our, our, our families weren't great or it was really, really bad. But really, because Jesus is real and he is the head of the, the body and we are body parts and we're all, we're connected to the head, now we're connected to one another. God wants us to see the church as a family but, but what draws us together is our faith in Jesus. And because we're part of a family, now all of a sudden, now we all get fully engaged, which means every single part of the family has a role to play. Now, I love this because first, what it reminds me of always is the fact that it's not my job to play every role in the family. And I think that that's awesome. 
Because I think sometimes as it relates to church, some of us think it's my job to do everything. Or sometimes people come and talk to me and they'll say, hey, Pastor, you know, so what, what about this thing that, you're, that we're doing as a church? I'm like, I don't know anything about it. What do you mean you don't know everything about it? You're the lead pastor. I'm like, man, I don't have a clue what's going on in certain areas. They don't, they're not coming asking me because we all have roles to play. And I don't want to be the limiting factor for what God is doing at Crossroads, what I can keep in my head. I don't understand lots of things that go on. That's okay. Why? Because... God doesn't want one of us to do everything. He wants all of us to do what he's asking us to do. I said, we all bring the gifts and the talents and the passions and we bring them all together and that is the total work of the family. It's like me growing up. I'm like, I have such great memories of growing up. My family was crazy. Like, but good, like crazy, crazy, but good, crazy. I mean, some of it all wasn't good, but, but it was like, it was just big and loud and everybody did their thing. And I, and I never forget it. You know, I remember when my mother was sick, I was in my, uh, my late teens and my mother had cancer. And I, I'll never forget this. I have a beloved, my uncle Sonny and my aunt Francine, and, and they lived in, in Staten Island in New York. And I remember my mom had to start uh, cancer treatments and my dad was traveling for work and we had a snowstorm. And I remember that my we weren't going to be able to bring my mom to the treatment, but she needed to get to the treatment. And sure enough, my Uncle Sonny shows up in like an SUV. It was like, you know, before they even had a lot of SUVs. He showed up in this SUV and it was like, and he just showed up and he had bagels and cannolis. Like literally, he knocks on the door and I'm like, Uncle Sonny, what are you doing? He's like, here, here's bagels, here's cannolis. Where's your mom? We got to get her to treatment. And I started laughing. I'm like, Uncle Sonny, what, what are you doing? He's like, no, I heard your mom had treatment. I know that your dad's traveling and they told you not to drive, but your mom needs to go to treatment. So you eat, I'll take your mom. And I'm like, well, I'll go, with, you know, and it was just amazing because he had an SUV. He didn't mind driving. He knew that my mom needed to go to treatment and he just showed up and do it. My mom would not let us drive her in the snow, but she couldn't say no to Uncle Sonny. And it was a great example of how the family, everyone has a part to play. Now, my mom's job was not to drive there. My mom's job at that point was to go get some, some treatment. See, everyone has a role to play. And in a lot of ways, that's what, how God designed church. I always tell people when someone says, oh, you know, hey, Daniel, you know, I think this area of the church needs help. I'm like, you're going to do it, right? You're going to jump in there. Because you see that there's a need there. Jump on in there. And what God wants for all of us is to simply respond to Jesus and take our place within the greater work of the church. The church is so much bigger than one person. Sometimes people think, oh, Crossroads, there's Pastor Daniel's church. No, that's Jesus' church and we're all a part of it. And we all have different jobs to play in it. I get the pleasure of teaching. I get the pleasure of saying, hey, Lord, what's the vision? But we all have roles to play. We have an amazing staff, amazing team of volunteers, amazing leaders in all different places. I mean, even right now, as, as I'm sharing this, there are men and women right now who are working the cameras. They're working the lights. They're working the tech. They're making sure it gets recorded. Right now, when I'm moving around, they're, they're moving the camera to make sure that I'm on the screen so that you guys can hear me. Someone is simply responding to Jesus by being a fully engaged family member to serve right now. How cool is that? When people say yes to Jesus and people text in that they, they've said yes to Jesus, the people who follow up, guess what? Those are men and women just like you who are simply responding to Jesus and they're fully engaged here in the Crossroads family. Oh, and guess what? If you have students or kids, your, your students right now, they're, they're doing everything online. There are men and women who are fully engaged by serving your middle schooler, your high schooler. You go to Crossroads Kids, you drop your kids off. There are 
hundreds and hundreds of men and women who simply respond to Jesus and are fully engaged by, they love to serve your kids. They love to talk to your kids about Jesus. They love to make sure that God is doing a work in your kid's life. Oh yeah, and when you come onto the Crossroads campus, super safe place, there's an amazing safety team. There are men and women who simply respond to Jesus and are fully engaged in the Crossroads family by helping people be safe. And then there are hundreds and hundreds of men and women who are leading small groups, part of small groups, all being a part of the family. There are people serving foster kids, schools, missionaries. See, all of us have a role to play. And really, the foundation of this church is that what God has done is that because Jesus is real, he's made us a family of faith. And our job is to be fully engaged. You gotta ask yourself right now, what is your ministry here at Crossroads? Now, if you're, let's say, maybe you live across the globe right now. You live in another country or you live in another part of America and you're a part of the Crossroads family. Guess what? God wants you to be fully engaged as well. What does it look like for you? We have people who are hosting our online services from all over the place. Right, people are like, "Hey, I'm a part of the prayer team, but I live in Canada." Hey, I'm part of the prayer team, but I, you know, I live in Brazil. We have we have groups of people now gathering in different countries who are watching the service. What does it look like for you to be fully engaged? Because Jesus is real. We're a family of faith who's fully engaged. See, this is the foundation of who we are. Of course, Jesus speaks about this. Matthew chapter twelve, verses forty-eight to fifty. Where Jesus says, but he answered and said to to the one who told him, who is my mother and who are my brothers? And he stretched out his hands and he said to his disciples, he says, here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. Isn't that powerful? Because remember, at the point Jesus said, his family was outside wanting him to, to come on out. And, he, and they're like, well, he's like, who's my mother and my brothers? My disciples are. The ones who do the will of God. See, again, the wise ones who are building their foundation on the rock. They're doing the will of God. And I want to encourage you. We want all of you to be fully engaged because in every family, everyone has a role to play. Now, someone might be saying, well, listen, I just came to know Jesus right now. What can I do? And then there's lots of things you can do. Right now, your main job is to grow in your faith. Because listen, when a baby's born in a family, what does everyone do? They ooh and ah. They take care of the baby. They help raise the baby. They help the, the baby grow up. But at some point, the baby grows up and then, okay, time to unload the dishwasher. Hey, you get to take the garbage out. Hey, you better clean up after yourself. See, all these things. And, and in the journey of life, God wants to see all of us walk in the gifts and the talents that he's given us. And the best way to do it is to just start walking in it. Most of us don't know what our gifts that have been given by the Lord is until we start doing things. Some things you might try here at Crossroads to be fully engaged in. You're like, yeah, this, I don't like this at all. Or this doesn't work for me. Or it's just not a good fit for me. Try something else. But the key is not to do nothing. God wants each one of us to be involved in all these different ways because Jesus is real. We're a family of faith who's fully engaged it's always key, I always like to tell people, that full engagement involves our time, our talent, and our treasures. So make sure in this year of restoration, 
What's the time allotment for you to be part of the fully engaged family here at Crossroads? The time allotment may be different for you, but make sure you're allotting some time, your talent, the gifts, the things that you want to be involved in, and of course, your treasures. With your, with your generosity of time, energy, resources. We all put it together. God does amazing, amazing, amazing things. And all this happens, we simply respond to Jesus because Jesus is real. We're family of faith, fully engaged. And then, of course, we're transforming our community and our world. Now, we talk about this here a lot, but it does bear repeating because we keep saying God does a work in us and then in a greater sphere and then on out into the world. Then we see it, we're going to restore the, remember we talked about this year, restoration, restoring the soul, restoring the family, restoring the community. Now we have Jesus is real. He's doing a work in us. We're simply responding to him. We become a family of faith who's fully engaged. So now you have the church family. And then ultimately you move on out into the world. You transform your community and your world. See, God does not want the work that he is doing to stay hidden within the church. But he wants the transformation of what he's doing in us to go public into the world, of course. And Jesus said it this way, Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 to 16, classic chapter and section where Jesus says, you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp or put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they might see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. You know what I love so much about the examples of salt and light? Salt, if it's seasoned, if it's salty, it can bring out all the flavors of some food. But when a salt is in a salt shaker in the closet, it has the potential, but it's not actually getting the job done. Same thing with the light. Jesus says that we're the light of the world, but you don't want to take the light and hide it in a basket. It doesn't, like a light in a closet, it might be a great light, but in the closet, there's no need for the light. But you take the light and you put it on a lampstand and now all of a sudden it gives light to everybody. See, God wants the work that he's doing in the people of God to now bring blessings, seasoning, light into our community and our world. And one of the things that gets me so excited about the Crossroads family is we have this vision. We want God to do a work in us. As God's doing a work in us, he's doing a work in us as a church. And then we don't want to keep it to ourselves. We want it to go on out into the world. It's why we've made a commitment to help alleviate people with medical debt. We saw all that's going on with the pandemic. At this point, we've alleviated more than $3 million of medical debt as a church family. That's something to celebrate because we want to be light in the world. We want to help people. It's why we do all the work that we do in all the different areas that we do it. It's why we love sending people to tell people across the globe, cross-culturally about who Jesus is because we realize that we don't want to be really salty but staying in the salt shaker. We want to be out of the salt shaker in the world bringing all sorts of flavors in the world. We don't want to be a light that's buried in the church building. We want to be a light that's on a lampstand, that's a city that's set on a hill that cannot be hidden. And God does that through 
people like you and people like me. People who are willing to say, okay, I'm gonna simply respond to Jesus. Because you know what happens? You start simply responding to Jesus and Jesus is doing a work in your life. And then Jesus is like, hey, listen, I want you to join that community group. Pastor Daniel's been talking about it, it's time. And you get in the community group and you start getting involved and you start growing, you start growing. And then you're like, oh, hey, there's a second time, hey, I'm gonna go over there. Hey, they're running a mission trip, I'm gonna go over there. Hey, we're doing this special offering because we wanna do this thing. Hey, I'm gonna give a little bit there. And before you know, and then it's like, hey, there's a mission trip going over there. And then you go on a mission trip and all of a sudden you have this experience. You're like, I'm supposed to do this for the rest of my life. And then you start thinking, hey, how do I downsize? How do I sell my house? How do I do this? How do I get out of debt? So now I can go, I can live cross-culturally for the rest of my life, bring in the good news of Jesus. Or God starts leading you because you're simply responding. You're just taking the next step with him. And this is the foundation of who we are as a church. It's why I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that crossroads will always be right in the center of what God wants to do because one, we're always trying to simply respond to Jesus. We're always willing for the next thing that God wants to do. We're not stuck in yesterday. God did this in the past. Like, great, he did this in the past. Now he's asking us to do this. We're never wasting energy doing something that we're not supposed to be doing now because we did it a year ago or two years ago. Because we're simply responding to him. And we just keep on going. And as we keep simply responding to him, because Jesus is real, he's gonna do the work of salvation. And he's gonna be inviting people in to, to know who they are in him. And as we serve together, as Jesus is doing that work, we become a family of faith and everyone's involved. We have the, the best wisdom and the best energy of all the people of Crossroads. And all of a sudden, it's all happening. And then we start spilling out into the community in our world. And we realize as we're spilling out into our community, our world, now people are coming to know Jesus and their life is being impacted positively. And they start saying to themselves, man, what's this whole Jesus thing that's going on? Those people, I can't believe they did that. why they do that? Hey, I want to know more about it. And before you know it, they end up in the cycle where now God's doing a work in their life. They become part of the family. They get fully engaged. They bring their gifts and talents. And then before you know it, the work of God's kingdom is always happening. And in a lot of ways, it's why it's my great joy to get to be a part of the Crossroads family. Even if I wasn't the lead pastor here, this is a great place to be. I mean, we're all imperfect. I'm imperfect. You're imperfect. But we see week in and week out in all the craziness that goes on and all the people and all the stuff, we continue to see Jesus inviting us to join him. And as we join him, he transforms the world by transforming us and then transform people begin to transform people. I love that about our church family. I love that about what God is doing in you right now because he's inviting you. And our key in this new year as we're looking at the restoration, we want to understand our foundation. And our foundation is we just want to simply respond to Jesus. I want you to simply respond to Jesus with your whole life. And I want you to know him as real. He's street level. And because he's done a work in your life, I want you to be part of this family of faith. And I want you to be fully engaged, not just kind of kind of around, but in, involved in the work of God's kingdom. And then we'll be joining Jesus in doing the work of transformation that he wants to go public. Jesus is The hardness of the past year has left many people struggling to get their bearings. Well, today, Pastor Daniel wrapped up this teaching reminding you that the reality that Jesus is real gives you a firm foundation to stand on. You learn that as you simply respond to Jesus, he'll change your life for the better. That transformative work has a ripple effect as you become fully engaged with your church family and reach out to your community. 
everyone needs a little encouragement to get through their day, and we have a way to provide that for you. Pastor Daniel has some excellent advice, truth, and love to share in his two-minute messages available on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just go to JesusIsRealRadio.com and click on the social media links to find them. You won't be disappointed, and your day just might get a little brighter. Hey, everybody. This is Pastor Daniel Fusco from Jesus Is Real Radio. I'm so excited about what Jesus is doing through this ministry to change lives and restore His people. Would you consider partnering with us as we continue to share the message of Jesus here on Jesus Is Real Radio? You can find out more and donate securely online at JesusIsRealRadio.com. Thank you for prayerfully considering this. Place a marker in your Bibles and join us next time as Pastor Daniel wraps up this series, Restoration. Pastor Daniel will share that beyond a vision for what God wants to do this year, the foundation for that work to build on, you need a framework in which that work will happen. You can find this in the example of the early church. Pastor Daniel will explain how God worked in their lives and how he wants to do the same in yours. Well, that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. On behalf of Pastor Daniel and the entire production team, we invite you to join us again for the next edition of Jesus is Real Radio.